Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. Thank you for joining me if this is your first episode. We are in the month of September and we are refreshing the impatient soul, refreshing the impatient soul. Now we're drawing to a close of this series and, you know, it really has opened my eyes in a lot of ways, in different areas where I need to practice patience. And so in the first episode, we talked about practicing patience and listening. I don't know if you've ever been in a conversation where you're listening and you're having a conversation with someone and you're already having in mind what you're going to say back to them. And I believe just like the scripture that we talked about that, that week, that we have to be quick to listen and slow to speak. We have to get to a place of where we have self-control over our emotions, over our mouth, just to, to get understanding, to get understanding. And even that's as well as toward God as well. Sometimes we talk and talk and pray and pray to God, but we don't sit and listen. And so I believe God wants us to practice patience, even in our listening. Some things we can miss if we're not intentional to listen. And it's a practice. That's why every episode is called practice because sometimes we miss it. Sometimes we don't get it. Sometimes in the face of a conversation, I'll remember, oh, let me make sure I listen. (laughs) But it's practice. And I believe God honors our hearts knowing that we want to practice patience. We want to develop this fruit that he's given us and not allow this to lay dormant. We want people to know that we have um, the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. We, we ought to look more like Jesus more and more each day. And it's going to show up in our conversation. So first episode was practicing patience and listening. Then we went to practicing patience in our suffering, in our hurting, when we're hurting. And sometimes when we're hurting, again, those emotions, we just want to feel better. We want things to be better. So we'll be quick to move. We'll be quick to do to run and to do things on our own. And we won't hear from God. We won't give it to him. We'll go back into this same cycle and pattern of just these quick fixes. And it's keeping us the same. And God wants better for us. He, want, he wants more for us. And I believe when you take the stance of when the next time, or if you're in your hurt right now, of saying, you know what, I'm going to be still. I'm going to wait to see how God fixes this. I'm going to wait to see what he says to me and what I need to do to bring peace or what he wants to show in me. You know, our suffering, our hurt, a lot of times we think that it's just things that we, where we need to feel better, but God wants to make you better. So that patience, when we allow God's, when we allow that patience to have his perfect word, which we'll talk about today, the character that you're going to develop, the completeness, the wholeness that you have, that's what you're going to get. 
I believe there's a better version of ourselves when we learn how to be patient, even in our suffering. And then last week we talked about practicing patience for his word. I, we talked about desires. Like sometimes we have desires and I would say God desires. We delight in God and he gives us the desires of our hearts, but we don't wait on his word on when we should act. We're not patient for it. And I talked about how God, you know, he, he gave me the desire to go part-time. I want to say like almost three years ago, the desire was there. And I said, God, okay, you're telling, I feel this desire, but when, are, when do I go part-time? Versus just acting out and just say, oh, I want to do this. Let me do this. No, I have to wait for God to tell me when, to give me the details. And we use the example of Peter stepping out of the boat. He saw Jesus on the water. I believe there was a desire. Hey, I want to step out on this boat, step out on this water if it's Jesus. But he asked Jesus, if it's you, bid me to come. How many times have you stopped and paused to say, God, if this is you, you tell me. And if you haven't, it's okay. It's a new day full of new mercies. You can start today saying, God, if this is you, if this is what you want me to do, I feel the desire, but God, give me your word. I want my, my faith has to be in the word of God so I can come back and say, but God said, right? And so today we're going to talk about being practicing patience in the process practicing patience in the process. And I almost call this practicing patience um, for restoration, but I guess it's really the process to restoration. I believe there's some things that God has promised us and there's some things we're looking to be restored in, even in our soul, our mind, our hearts, our health, our family. But it's a, a lot of times there's a process to restoration. There's a process to wholeness. There's a process even to healing. And I have definitely had those conversations with God where I said, God, can you please just supernaturally heal me? Because I don't want to go through the process of having to dig up all this stuff that I've been through, dig up all this stuff inside my soul, jealousy, insecurity, all these different things and have to work through the process. And if that's you, <laughs> raise your hand right now. Nobody can see it. Nobody can see it. But there's sometimes there's a process. God will supernaturally heal us. He will supernaturally restore us. He will supernaturally deliver us. But I'm going to tell you what he told me, but you're going to go through the process. There's a process. And today I just want to encourage you and bring you hope because I've, I, I've definitely, I will tell you one of the pivotal points in my life was when I, I was battling with just thoughts of what other people think about me and all, all these different things was coming up. And I knew that I, I could not change people. It was me that needed to change. I knew there were things, there were lies that I kept believing that would continue to bombard my soul. And I just knew that I have to change. My mind has to change. And I got up. It was like one o'clock in the morning. I just, I was like, I had enough. I'm going to choose to believe God's word. I sat down, I pulled out some index cards. I wrote down every lie that I could think of that would always come to my mind, that would always repeat in my soul. And it was, it was, it was quite a few of them. And on the back of the index card, I wrote down truths, scriptures and God's word that would combat that specific lie. 
And one of the lies that I would constantly tell myself is I'm going to always be like this. I'm going to always have these insecurities. I'm going to always have these doubts. Like I'll never change. I'm going to always feel intimidated when I'm around certain people. I'm going to always feel this hole in my soul. And it was a lie. And on the back of that card, the scripture that I wrote is our weekly meditation scripture. Okay. For this week is from Philippians 1. And six, it says, and I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. It says, and I am certain. Some other versions say, I'm convinced. I'm confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And I tell you, every time, this, this is probably one of the first lies that really got gutted out of my soul. Because every time I thought this, I repeated this scripture. And I think the reason to, I, I, I thought this a lot is because I wasn't seeing the fruit of me being whole. And I kept looking at my feelings. I kept looking at how I would respond. And I'm like, I am not seeing this fruit. Like, I, where is the wholeness? Where is the peace? Why am I still dealing with these things in my mind? And this scripture brought, just brought a resolve to my soul to know, you know what? Be patient, Shawanda. If God, he's already begun a work in me. And if he he began it, then he's going to continue. It is going to finish. He's going to continue it until it's finished. And I think it took the pressure off of me of trying to finish something. See, our a lot of times we are impatient because again, it's we're putting the the burden on us to see something through. We're putting a burden on us to to feel something better. We're putting the burden on us. To, to make something happen. And then that's what we respond out of. We make something happen. But here, when I read this scripture, it says, and I am certain that God, he, he begun the work in the first place. So he's the one who has to finish it. And so every time I had that thought, because of whatever I was feeling in that moment, I had to remind myself of God's truth that she want to be patient. And I'm telling you right now, Wherever you're at in this process, you have probably been digesting God's word, listening to sermons, doing, doing the work, but you still, you're still filling things in your soul. You're still filling things, even in your body. And I want to tell you the work that you do, that you're doing, it, it all works together for the good is not wasted. You will see the harvest of the seed that you planted in your, in your, in your soul. And actually, you know, while we're on that, one of the scriptures I do want wanted to bring to light is from Luke 8 and 15. Luke, I'm just going to get it here, 8 and 15. It says, and the seeds that fell on the good soil represent honest, good-hearted people who hear God's word, cling to it, and patiently produce a huge harvest. There you I believe that if you're in the process of 
getting your mind restored of of even doing the process god has probably promised you hey i'm going to restore your family i'm going to restore your health and you know you're doing what he's telling you to do and you're you're receiving god's word your heart is is to hear from him your heart is to is to do what he tells you you're clinging to it you're repeating this truth you're talking to god guess what if you patiently wait you will produce a huge harvest and some of you right now the harvest you just want to see is 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 the the wholeness you want to be able to whatever the thing you're you're wanting processed out of you you want to see the harvest of the peace the wholeness that comes with that comes with that and i'm here to tell you continue to be patient god's word is a seed it has to grow I know we want to see fruit as soon as we plant the seed. And there are many times I was speaking that truth. I was speaking Philippians 1 and 6 saying, no, I'm going to believe God. He who has began a good work in me, he's going to complete it. And I still was not. I'm like, gosh, I'm still these these thoughts are still coming. I'm still feeling like I have a loss of hope. I'm still feeling this, but I still had to keep repeating his word. I still had to continue to be patient with God and trust and trust that I won't be here always. And I'm here to tell you, I mean, this was like some years ago when I started doing that, I no longer battle with the same type of insecurities, intimidations in my mind. I don't even battle with that thought anymore that I'm, I'm going to always be like this. Because I continue to stay persistent in watering the seed that God put on my heart, watering that word, believing that word, and, and not giving up. Don't give up on the word, on the seed that God has put in your heart. Don't give up on the promise that God has spoken to you. Don't give up on your family. Don't give up on your health. If God said he's going to heal you, he's going to heal you. Don't give up. You're going to look back and say, wow, like God got me through that. I don't even deal with that anymore. That's not even a struggle anymore. And so I also want to just encourage you as well that, you know, we, when our, our, our faith sometimes in this word is going to be tested, you know, I, I know we like it. We want things to be easy peasy. Did she just say easy peasy? I I did. I did. But our faith is going to be it's going to be tested. Things are going to come up against against us to tempt us to not believe. To not trust in what we know, what we have, what has been planted, you know, in that same scripture in Luke. It's actually a parable about the sower. Right. And he's planting seeds on different ground. And it talks about the different grounds, the different hearts of people, what causes the seed to not to grow. And a lot of times it's the cares of this world. And one of them says, as soon as the seed hits the ground, I mean, thorns, what are, it quickly, it quickly just, it, 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 it snatches the seed because we, we don't have patience to, to let it grow. We don't have patience to allow Okay, what I'm seeing right now, this doesn't look like what God promised me, but I'm going to choose to be patient to see the goodness that he did promise me. 
a lot of times we don't have patience for it. So we quit believing. We quit trusting in him. And I want to tell you, a part of the process is your faith being tested, is the word that you believe being tested. But hear what in James, what he has to say. He's saying James 1, and this is verse 2 through 4. James 1, verse 2 through 4. And I'm just going to read it right here. It says, my brethren. First, what I want you to do is count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. See, we, it's hard for us to get to the patience part if when we, when we fall into trials, and it says when you, not if you fall, it says when you fall into trials, when, you are, when your faith is tested, our faith is going to be tested. Whether you have submitted or committed or dedicated yourself to this process or not, your faith is going to be tested. There is a choice that we can make to say, you know what, I'm going to let patience have its perfect work. I am going to, in this moment, in this circumstance, where I used to choose to try to force my will or try to make this happen or try to turn this around, you know what? I'm going to trust what God has told me. I'm not going to go to a place of panic. I'm going to speak to this situation and say, no, God told me he would restore my family. God told me that he begun a good work in me and he will complete it until it's finished. And I'm going to tell you your recovery time as soon as the thought hit, as soon as trouble hits your mind or the struggle or whatever wants to come back, the quicker we can get to a place of, no, I'm going, no, I rebuke this thought. I'm going to trust and stand firm in what God told me. I'm going to stand firm in the seed that's been planted in my heart. And sometimes you got to speak to it. Sometimes we, I say sometimes, honestly, all the time and not speak to it in your mind, you literally have to open your mouth, say it out loud, speak God's word. And when we are, when we know, it says, when you fall into these trials, know that the testing of your faith produces patience. The testing of our faith, when things try to tempt us to not believe God's word, know that this will help produce patience in you. Patience in this process, patience in this process, it comes with the testing of our faith. But let patient have its perfect work. That tells me that there is a, a choice that we can make of not letting patient have its perfect work. We don't have to be patient. And I, I, I believe that if you make the decision today, make up in your mind that I'm going to let patience have its perfect work, you will see that you will be complete. You will be perfect, perfect meaning mature, lacking nothing. And that's what God wants for, for his children. That's what he wants for the body of Christ. He doesn't want you to lack anything. And we talked about this wilderness season. I believe, I just, I truly believe that if people who are listening right now that a lot of you are in a wilderness season. And a wilderness is a place where it's uninhabited, it's uncultivated, 
there's a lack there. You're probably not even seeing God's promise. It is the place of where the Israelites were before they got to the promise. So you're probably in a place before you're getting to the promise. It's also the place where Jesus was before he started his ministry. Maybe there is a ministry or a business or something in you that's about to be birthed, but you're in a wilderness season. You're not there yet. And God is saying, listen, I want you to be mature. I want you to be complete. I want you to not lack anything. You can be in wilderness. You can be in a wilderness season, but have everything. And that's something the Israelites could not see. Because they had God, they had everything they needed, but they were too focused at at what they did not have in the natural, and that made them impatient. The way that we get to being perfect and complete, lacking nothing, is being patient with God, trusting God, remembering him as our source. It's continuing to go back to him. I think last episode, we talked about to keep praying, keep talking to him. And it doesn't have to be a complaint. When you're talking to God, you can start to say, Lord, I thank you for your provision. I thank you for giving me the mind. I thank you for wholeness. I thank you for peace in this situation. Regurgitate what he already told you he's going to give you and thank him for it. Show your faith. Faith is knowing. Faith is knowing it's going to come to pass. And let me tell you, you may, ha- you, you may have to say it when you really don't feel it, when you really don't see it, when you're not sure, still say it in faith. Thank you for this, God. Thank you for the peace in, in, in my workplace. Thank you for the promotion. Thank you for the child you promised to give me. When we step into a place of, I'm going to be patient with God and I'm going to allow my faith to produce this page. I'm allow what I know God has told me to help grow, help grow my faith. You can withstand any season. That's what he wants. A, a firm, a solid, a stable believer. Not one who is impatient, who is quickly provoked. And that's what impatience is. We, we usually, I begin with the, the definition and I didn't this time, but impatience Impatient is having or showing a tendency to be quickly intimidated or provoked. You're quickly moved by your feelings. You're, you're quickly, you quickly do something on your own because of what you feel. And God wants us to be led by his spirit. And it is possible. If you say, gosh, man, I, that seems so far away. It's be patient in the process. It is a process. It is a process to become to a, to come to a place of where you are full of the spirit and fully led by him. I just know like if I, when I think back over the years and when I first like rededicated my life to God for real, for real, it was about seven years ago, actually this month, God started me off with my value. He didn't start me off with, okay, you need to be obedient to everything that I say. No, God started me off in a place in a one area in my soul, knowing who I was and knowing the value I have because of who I am in him. And then he moved to something else and then he moved to something else. It is a process. Be patient in the process. You're probably looking at yourself and you're seeing all these different things that's wrong with you that 
that could be that need to be made right. God is patient with you. He's not in a rush and he sees you fully. And he loves you fully right now, right where you're at. Love yourself fully. Be patient with yourself in this process. He's not in a hurry. He knows the exact thing that you need to work on at this moment. And maybe right now for someone, you're feeling overwhelmed. You're putting pressure on yourself to be something, to want to fix certain things in you right now. I'm going to tell you right now, open up your heart to God and say, God, what is the one thing that you want me to know in this season? I'm going to tell you that that's a prayer that I, I mean, almost daily. I say, God, what do you want me to know right now? What is it that you want me to see in myself right now? Because I know you see my heart. What do you want? Whatever that thing is, that's what you work on. That's what you focus on. That's why each month we're focusing on one thing, on one topic. And I believe God focuses on an area of our lives one thing at a time. God is love. And the very first thing that the scripture tells us that love is, it is patient. God is patient with you. He loves you. You will see yourself whole. You will see yourself with the peace of God. Trust and believe that he has begun a good work in you. And he will complete it until it's finished. Okay, let's end right now with our confessions for the impatient soul. Confessions for the impatient soul. Repeat after me as you open your heart, as you choose to believe these truths from God's word. I am confident that God, who began a good work in me, will continue his work until it is finished. For I am his workmanship. And I will fulfill the good works he planned in advance for me. I am honest. I am good hearted. I hear God's word. I cling to it. And I wait patiently to produce a huge harvest. I will let patience have its perfect work in me. And I will be perfect. I will be complete. I will lack nothing. Amen. Amen. And amen. All right, everyone. That wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.